Triple Whale has just launched a simple finance platform called FinHub, and I'm already loving it. One simple dashboard for all the tools and accounts you're already using, so you can gain clarity with your consolidated data, your real-time cash flow, your accrual P&Ls. It's designed to help those brands that are built on Shopify to operate smarter. So go over to triplewell.com and check it out. Part of the review argument is also that the sooner that you actually put your product on there, the more reviews you accumulate. And that's important because, let's think of a simple example. Let's say there's two hairsprays, and they're both high premium brands, and they're both very similar in quality, same price, whatever. They're basically identical. But when they come up on, on the search page side by side. One has 5,000 reviews. The other one has five. You're, Psychology, you can't people. keep up, right? Psychology. And so it's a snowball. Welcome back to the Pit Stop Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Levenger. I'm super, super excited because we are joined again by a beer today, and he is going to share some really interesting things. Something that I actually get a lot of questions about and something that I he's got like a lot of experiences. So this is great. We're going to get our questions answered today. So welcome to the show. Glad to have you back. Thank you so much. Happy to be back. This is going to be super fun. So the first one that we just did was like really actionable tips on how to just easily manage your finances, especially when it comes to your inventory. Now I want to kind of shift gears a little bit and talk about specifically Amazon. So you have an interesting like facet of your business yeah. where you're managing the actual Amazon presence for people. So can you give me kind of a high level of what you're managing? Yeah, absolutely. So I probably like most DTC people, viscerally dislike Amazon. I've never liked them. <laughs> I hate dealing with I them in every single <laughs> shape and form, like in every way. However, I also like just doing business well. And what I realized is that that feeling of disdain that a lot of DTC brands have for Amazon led them to not really taking advantage of the opportunity yeah. that was there. And so what I basically developed is kind of this whole department at our company that focuses on just full scope Amazon management for DTC brands specifically, meaning all they have to do is ship inventory and we Whoa. take care of absolutely everything. And it really just allows them to take advantage of that channel, which I mean, truthfully, as much as I hate them, it really is just such a great opportunity yeah. financially. And it's just, it's just a pain in the ass to deal with. And so we just bear that burden on their behalf. And we're just like, look, just ship inventory. We'll take care of everything and you don't need to worry about so all the stress that comes crazy. with crazy. I mean, I mean, that business model in itself is going to make you like a millionaire. <laughs> well, Amazon in particular is a controversial topic. And mm -hmm. just like you said, some people are really, really against it, which mm -hmm. I understand there's a political aspect to it. But yeah, if we take the politics off of it and just mm -hmm. look at it from a channel standpoint, an actual mm -hmm. like income driving stream, mm -hmm. it is highly, highly lucrative over there, I think, because you have so many opportunities for eyes on the product. So Absolutely. I want to hear from you, like, what's the pros and cons then for this particular channel, especially for a DTC brand that's going from straight full, I'm only been e on e-commerce for the longest time, and I'm just now starting to look into Amazon. Mm -hmm. What's the pros and cons of that? So I guess I'll, I'll start off with the cons because uh, realistically, I think they're maybe a little bit fewer. So yeah. the biggest con really, and the one that I think a lot of people will point to naturally or intuitively is the cannibalization of the customers through Amazon rather than being able to yeah. capture them through DTC. They're, you know, yeah, through I was thinking of that. Like you're basically marketing against yourself a tiny bit. In a sense. Yeah. <laughs> so that is a somewhat real concern. However, there are a lot of caveats to that. Now, say, for okay. example, your brand is not on Amazon at all, then yeah, sure. Putting yourself on Amazon means that some segment of your customers are going to see a Facebook ad or whatever, and they're going to go to Amazon, purchase you from there rather than from your own website. And you're not going to capture their information. You're not going to be able to remarket to them. You're not going to get that data in the same yeah. way that you normally yeah, yeah. So that's true. However, even for those brands that 
aren't on Amazon. There are going to be the people who are going to go to Amazon, type in your brand name, search, and then only see your competitors. And some segment of them will just buy your competitors because that's what they see right there. They're highly rated. They see good pricing, (laughs) stuff like that. Now, I don't know exactly what number that'll be. So let's just say that's a small portion. The bigger problem is that realistically, if you're a decently good or sizable brand, someone else is going to sell your product on Amazon. There's no reason they can't, right? So for example, if I just chose to, I could just go and say, hey, that brand looks pretty solid. Let me just go buy their product wholesale. I'll put it on Amazon and I don't even have to do any work. I'll just capture brand sales. The people who are just coming to Amazon, they'll just buy from me instead of you. And yeah. so there's nothing to that you can do to stop me, really. Yeah. So yeah. well, on Amazon, I mean, the people who sell on Amazon have been doing that for since the beginning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which is kind of where its reputation comes from. Yes, so true, so true. So I okay, and in your opinion, then is it better for the brands to jump on this first? Then and I, then, ah, that's a tough one. I don't know. Hundred percent. So, oh, so really? from my vantage okay. point, yeah, for, for a brand to just do it themselves, there are so many advantages. So yes, okay. let's accept there is going to be some degree of cannibalization, but realistically, yeah. that might be a cost that you just have to bear because there is quite a lot of value. Number one, yeah. if somebody else is selling your product on Amazon, the fact that you're not the one selling it yourself is very problematic because A, you're not there to make sure that your brand is being portrayed in the way that you want it to. So a lot of times, yeah. like I've seen, for example, clients that start with us where their products are being sold by other people, their listings are atrocious, just really ugly, just yeah, very, so very poor representations <laughs> of what the brand is and yeah. there's nobody protecting it. But the thing that I find even more problematic is the fact that you're not there to manage your reviews. You're not there to make sure that so you're A, true. providing a high customer, like a good customer yes. experience and then disputing reviews that are problematic. So one example that I think of is a brand that we started with a while back and their product was being sold by other people on Amazon for a while. And there were one star reviews on their listing where people were complaining that the product they received was fake. And this happened because some Whoa, other seller that's serious. took a fake product and sold it on their listing because of whatever reasons and enough time had passed. Those reviews are there forever. And that's the yeah, thing yeah. that people need to realize your Amazon listing is basically going to be there essentially, I mean, within certain limitations, it's there forever. And so bad reviews that you're accumulating where you're not there and maintaining your listing and actually kind of guarding your reputation on the platform means like you can make the decision, like I'll get to Amazon later, you get there, but now you're inheriting a listing that looks like trash or you're starting from scratch. So there's, gosh, (laughs) you may as well be doing it yourself. (laughs) Yeah, a hundred percent. Well, and I feel like it's, this is really interesting because this lends itself to actual like brand identity. Your entire identity, mm-hmm. no matter where you are found, is a part of your brand. So some of, of the interesting things too is as like a, a consumer behavior researcher, as a creative strategist, I'm mm-hmm. going on and, and looking at these reviews so that I can figure out what people think about this actual product. And yeah. the odd thing is a lot of times people will buy the product on Amazon for the product itself. Mm-hmm. They get hooked on the brand after they purchase yeah. the product for the first time. So it's very one, it's one by one. It's not so much, so I saw your ad and then I went into the store and I found your product and then my friend recommended it. And then I went back to Amazon to find it. Oftentimes mm-hmm. they're going straight to Amazon to find a solution. Oh, hundred percent. Right. I mean, yeah. I don't remember the exact stat, but I think more than half of e-commerce product searches happen on Amazon, not on Google. Ah! If you go to Google, you're just going to see like <laughs> blogs and reviews that are all SEO optimized. Right. But That's if you go, if you actually want to so buy much. something, you go, you search it on Amazon. I am sure you've so done this too. True. I walk into a, a store and I'm like, I look at this product. I'm like, this looks interesting. Let me just look it up on Amazon yes, to see its reviews. I do it all the time. I won't buy I it from want, Amazon. Like, I also want to see what the price is. If I yeah. get cheaper on Amazon and totally. get delivered two day shipping, like that's fine with no, 100%. me. No, hundred percent. Okay, so Amazon clearly has a little bit of cons to it if you're not on it. What are the yeah. pros to like getting on Amazon? Because I know that there's a ton of different ways that you could view this particular giant. 
mm-hmm. there are some benefits to being on it. What do you think about the pros of them? Okay, so so let's say, I mean, the, some of the pros are obviously just the, the opposites, the cons. You're there, yeah, you're yeah. protecting your brand, <laughs> you're making sure that your reputation is protected, you're getting good reviews. Part of the review argument is also that the sooner that you actually put your product on there, the more reviews you accumulate. And that's important because, let's think of a simple example. Let's say there's two hairsprays and they're both high premium brands and they're both very similar in quality, same price, whatever. They're basically identical. One of them decides to go on Amazon at a time zero. The other ones, I'll just wait a few years to get on there. The one that's already on Amazon, all this while, they're accumulating reviews. And their review count is just increasing and increasing and increasing. So when the other one gets on board, they might be just as good. But when they come up on, on the search page side by side, one has 5,000 reviews, the other one has five. You're just, Psychology, you can't people. keep up right? And so it's a snowball. So it's it's like a train that's leaving. And the longer you wait, you're just falling further and further behind. And it happens. I have brands that I work with and look, your competitor's got 25,000 reviews. You have 800. Like it's going to take a long time to catch up if ever, no matter how good your product is. The other aspect of it is that there is a massive, massive amount of opportunity just from an SEO perspective. There's a lot of non-branded search. So take the hairspray example. There's going to be a lot of people who just go to Amazon, search hairspray, and they'll just buy the product that shows up at the top that has good reviews. And those yeah. are customers that you would not have acquired through your Facebook ads. Maybe yeah. you would have, but like a lot of these people you just won't acquire. So these are people, like you said, you introduce them to your brand by giving them that experience and you get in front of them because you were doing really strong non-branded keyword ranking. Yes. Well, and that, I mean, that bleeds into Google as well. Anytime you put in a Google search, oftentimes the very first product that comes up is an Amazon product. Yeah, exactly. So like <laughs> you have to, you have to understand that like we may not like what Amazon stands for, but oh, totally. there's a reason there's a lot of people on it because again acquisition on amazon is actually way easier than acquisition mm-hmm. through ads because ads are very much convincing i have to stop i have to convince you i have to make sure that you're the right person you have to click you have to go through like there's a whole bunch of steps that go through it but on amazon it's very problem solution connecting it's yeah, it's, it's almost a dream. Journey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Almost the dream. <laughs> and, and the thing is, Amazon's making a lot of moves right now to be able to kind of encroach further and further on what other DTC is doing. Like yeah. recently, they announced that they're going to actually allow you to start emailing people. Like, and again, that limitations and everything. That. But you can actually email your customers. So like that's one step forward. And they might even allow certain ads to go off platform. They are allowing you to put prime purchasing on your website. So they're making moves. Well, Amazon is unfortunately big enough that they can make moves and test things. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't matter. Like they haven't lost that much money on it. But if it does work, they're going to become a serious contender with people like Shopify. There may be people who just shift their entire stores over on Amazon because it's just more lucrative it's easier it's better so this is an interesting thing how do we balance having our own e-commerce stores and wanting to retain some of our for lack of a better word purity and kind of capitalizing on what amazon is doing can we do that is there a way to do that i don't know i mean it'll always depend to a certain degree on i think what other people are doing on Amazon and what you need to do to compete on that platform. So the strategy can vary from brand to brand, but generally speaking, the short answer is try not to undercut yourself on a pricing perspective. (laughs) If you make the pricing way too attractive on Amazon, that might not help. (laughs) But realistically, the only reason you might have to do that is because there are other people who are selling on the listing cheaper than you. And if they were doing that, well, then you were going to lose anyway. So (laughs) at the end of the day, as long as you stay relatively competitive and you make the experience on your website really solid and you, a lot of times people will offer exclusives that are only available on their website. They'll offer particular bundles. They'll try to make the experience very frictionless and high about high CX as well. So that the people that come in from Facebook, Google, whatever can just transact right there. But realistically, some people are going to go to Amazon and you may as well serve them rather than just kind of begrudgingly lose that revenue because of, you know, stubbornness. Oh, this is such good conversation. I think that's a great place to stop. 
where could people find you if they want to learn more about what you do and what you're about? Probably on the internet. Usually I'm on Twitter, <laughs> Abir, A-B-I-R underscore CPA. Awesome. That is perfect. Thank you so much. This was like super good deep level on Amazon itself. I think we need to be talking more about this particular channel because it is actually quite a large competitor for some of the things that we're <laughs> building over here in Ecom. Yeah. We should probably talk about it more, but thank you. I appreciate it. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Triple Whale is doing some amazing things nowadays. They're developing just a huge range of tools to help your brand stay informed and scale. And Whale Mail is where you can get all these details. So head over to triplewhale.com and sign up today.